Hello there, newcomer. Welcome to the Life Tips Podcast. My name is Nate, and I'm here to help you navigate through important situations that affect our everyday lives and provide a roadmap for you to make the best decisions in the future. The fun part is that each topic is unique to whatever you're going through, and it doesn't matter your youth or gender. Everyone can benefit. So sit back, enjoy the ride, and let's discover how we can live our best life today. Enjoy. Life Tips podcast episode. Actually, welcome back to the final one. Can't believe I'm saying this. But we have now reached the final episode of the podcast in 2019. Wow. Last week, was the second to last, and now today's is the actual last one. So, for the final time, I I just wanted to say that you're listening to this podcast live on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. This year, for season one, we hit eight platforms total. And it's all thanks to Anchor. Everything's free. The app is free. Distribution to streaming platforms is free. You can even make money off your podcast if you want to. It's a one-stop shop for podcast development. All you have to do to get started is go to www.anchor.fm, download the app to your Android or iOS device, and start recording. Again, that's www.anchor.fm. Wow. Unbelievable. Final podcast episode of 2019. Before we go any further, there's a bunch of people I need to say thank you to. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much to everyone who's been listening in. To my regular listeners, to my online support system who've been with me. Over the last several years of public figure life and motivational speaking efforts, my best friends, Raven, Becca, Galena, thank you. To my besties, you all know who you are. Thank you so much. Family, church family, 
to my Bath and Body Works ladies. Wow. The fact that you all hopped on this and made it blow up. Just wow. Thank you so, so much. Everybody. Everyone who's listening to season one with all its ebbs and flows and ups and downs and everything. Thank you. Normally, normally a podcast will have about a limited startup of episodes. 13 to be exact. But the extra three episodes came because Cody wanted to get on board almost immediately from day one. And then... After that, I decided, why not create special episodes that are bonuses, not included in the regular season? So if, basically, if this were going on Netflix or Disney+, Plus, out of a bonus section outside of the actual episodes. So, uh, yeah, Cody kicked it off. And then, of course, had to get my best friend, Becca, on the podcast for that special episode. And then uh, I didn't speak last month because I went to a birthday celebration instead. So there was the other special episode. So basically, at the end of the day, you will eventually find that season one has a grand total of... 16 episodes. Three of them are bonus. And then you have the 13 regular season episodes. So that explains the huge, outlandish, crazy extra three episodes to season one that normally never exists. But the podcast is far from over. Season 2 begins January 6th. So look out for bigger and better things ahead. Now, before we get started, I just want to do one little thing. And just simply ask you this. What was the number one thing that you enjoyed from 2019? Think about it. You already know what my highlight of 2019 was, or more specifically, who? Galena. Gigi, that was a huge step up for me. Really can't overstate that. Really can't overstate that. I mean, seriously, guys (laughs) and girls, it really is the highlight of the year for me because... One thing after another, after another. And even when it looked like we were going into a weeks-long drought, she came out of nowhere. And the day that Frozen 2 dropped in theaters 
we went to see it. I wasn't expecting us to see it on opening day. I knew that I was going to see it with her because I asked her to go see it with me. Because no one in my family wanted to go watch Frozen 2 in theaters. She's the only one that wanted to go. So I asked her day one that we met if she wanted to go watch Frozen 2. And it worked. But I wasn't anticipating going on opening day. She surprised me with that one. And so we did it. We went on opening day. And then nearly two days later... She's texting me asking to meet up again. See, it turns out I didn't really realize that one of the things that she likes to do that's specific to her studying pattern for school is that she studies better when she's around people. I literally did not know that. So pretty much getting to know somebody who's in school, that's not as much of a challenge as I thought it would. But what's interesting is that not just this year, but once we get into 2020 and we get around to April and May, when those finals come up and it's the end of the year, it's likely that this might happen all over again. Where she's texting me saying, hey, you know, can we meet up? I need to study for finals. And that's honestly the advantage of living by a community college. Where you can actually do that. And you can get these experiences. So I'm really, really excited now. Because to be able to see someone this much and to be wanted, desired this much just authentically, genuinely desired? Like, y'all don't understand. When, When your presence is desired this much, That's how you know that the person you're friends with is a keeper for the rest of your life. This this was a huge step up for me. It really was. And that's exactly where we ended last week. The reason why this is a huge step up for me with Gigi is because As 2020 starts in just over 24 hours from now, actually 26 hours from now, pretty much I'll be spending more and more time with Gigi. I'll balance my time wisely between her and my best friend, Raven, since both of them are here where I live. But but understand where I'm coming from. Both of my best friends next year in 2020 will have their cars. Or updated cars, and then one will have 
their first car. The point is, due to how we live so close to each other, and the fact that we're close relationally, there's going to be basically no limit to the amount of time we spend together. So that balance that I was looking for will actually be there. Finally. And then when I get my car way later in 2020, I'll do the same for them. Drive to pick them up, go places, or spend time at their cribs. Unfortunately, though, uh, with Raven being taken <laughs> and Becca's visit worth a plane ticket, it makes a little bit more sense that Gigi and I will be spending the most time together out of all three best friends because we'll have the time and it'll just make sense. Now, let's move forward. Last episode specifically, we focused in on how 2019 went, and I did want to find out from you all at the beginning of this one was the most interesting thing that happened to you in 2019. Gigi basically is the highlight of 2019 for me. I love you so much. Now, as for 2020... Here's an even deeper question for you. Will 2020 be the year that you end resolutions? New Year's resolutions are meant for us to take a do-over. I didn't accomplish this goal in the old year. I'll do it next year. We say that a lot, don't we? I'll change my ways next year. I'll upgrade myself next year. I'll move past my ex next year. I'll thrive in my career next year. Over and over and over and over and over again. Especially the one about I'll get over my ex to next year. Do you have an ex-girlfriend or an ex-boyfriend? You might want to think about this before you go into 2020. Because these are things, again, that we say over and over and over again. Constantly changing what we're going to do only to find out the entire year goes by and nothing's been accomplished. But you know what I say to that? To Vormir with the resolutions. Let them jump to their deaths in order to retrieve the soul stone of 2020. And in doing so, you might not gain an infinity stone to put on your gauntlet in order to take over the world and erase half of life, but you will gain the courage and the drive you need to stop wasting time. So, you probably were thinking, what about me? I've got a few New Year's goals, since I don't do resolutions. And those two would be car and girl, to start off. For me, each New Year has come with promises of I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. In 2019, I told myself I was going to reach full-time status at work and start doing what needs to be done for the sake of the agency. That sort of kind of has happened. Although I'm not actually making the full-time salary I want yet. Uh, I have started full-time life late. But 2020, yeah. In 2019, I told myself I'd get a car. That didn't happen. So naturally, of course, I've been saying it's coming in. 2020, but this time it actually is coming because I have help from a family member. So in June 2020, I should more than likely have my own vehicle 
and the struggle will finally be over. As for the girl, I'm on pace to have the best relationship ever. I'm serious. I'm going to have the best relationship ever. Because I'm not forcing anything. I'm not doing anything. I'm just living life, appreciating people, and changing things that should have been changed a long time ago. Next goal, move out in 2021. It's a full year away, I know. But I'm pretty much the oldest in the family now and next in line since the eldest will be looking at a happily ever after married life soon. So that means, especially with turning 26 in October of next year and having to pay for health insurance, ugh, the time will eventually come to move out. And in 2021, that's happening, along with the guys I'm going to room with for now. So in order to be ready for that and prepare, the preparation has to go down very soon. Very soon. But but enough about me. The, the question that I wanted to find out from you was, will 2020 be the year you end New Year's resolutions? Honestly, the answer to that is I can only speak for myself. I haven't created a New Year's resolution since December 31st, 2016, going to January 1st of 2017. Ever since then, it's just been New Year's goals. If you wanted to write out resolutions, be my guest. As for me and my life, I'm going to continue to set goals and work towards accomplishing them. So, yeah, 2020. It's been a wild, wild, wild 2019. And there are some things that I'm proud of, some other things other than Gigi. I found a church home. That was an insane struggle for me in the back half of 2018 going into 2019 because I lost my pastor. He didn't die. He moved away. I lost my pastor, my first lady, the people that I thought would be with me going into the back half of my 20s. They they were gone. The church that I was at, at the time was crumbling. And so... They've since recovered, gotten a new pastor, but I had to go. I was not about to stick around because I knew that my growth was at stake. So I dipped and found a new church. And it was the best decision I ever made because I don't know where I would be if I hadn't done that. I now have two of the most dynamic church leaders on the planet. I'd never experienced their level of leadership. And I have a leadership team 
Like, there's a whole church leadership team that I actually trust. There's no secrecy. There's It's just a full-fledged, well-oiled machine at my church. So I trust my leaders. I trust the leadership team that helps them guide the church along. And even some of my friends are leaders and ministers and the whole nine yards. So, yeah, young, vibrant, alive church. Only been around for going on 18 years. Crazy. But yet awesome at the same time. My relationship with God has grown as a result of being at my church. I gained a community. I gained friends. Which is exactly what I wanted going into the back half of my 20s. Because now I pretty much know who I'm inviting to my wedding. Sort of. It's just a matter of figuring out who's going to be in those major roles. That I still have to figure out. But, oh yeah, wedding's going to be at my church. I ask my bishop to marry me and my wife. And, yeah, so that pretty much has been taken care of. Well, not really, but eventually when that time comes, I know who I'm asking because... I don't plan on switching churches again for the next five years at this point. It was going to be one year, but it's the move of God there is too good to, to just leave in one year. So I'm pretty much staying there for quite a long time. So to no longer have to worry about having a church home, that That is a huge weight lifted off my shoulders that happened in 2019. And what else happened in 2019? Well, things with the family changed. My sister's engaged. And so with you all pretty much know if you've been through this before, when family member gets engaged and things change, you gain in-laws, and so it's going to be pretty interesting. Wedding season. This was wedding explosion year. Not in terms of ceremonies, because people got engaged at different points in the year. So I only went to two weddings this year. I was a part of one, and I attended one. Next year, 2020, however, I might be in four weddings, watching three a part of one. And like I said before, the chance of taking a plus one finally might end up happening for me. Finally. So if I do take a plus one, I got to figure out who I'm going to ask. Probably not going to be hard, but. That might end up working. So, while the 2019 story wasn't as good as I would have wanted it to be, there was some pretty dope moments 
outside of Gigi. But Gigi is the number one thing that happened to me in 2019 because I feel like I met the female version of myself. Basically. Yes, we're on different levels of the faith. She's basically in middle school as a Christ follower. And I'm all the way in graduate school. <laughs> but there's there's a hint of Jesus there. And as long as there's some Jesus in there, we're good. We'll make it. So there's that. But still, I met myself <laughs> in a female person. Like... Everything about me, everything that I am, genuine, authentic, real, loyal, committed, dedicated, takes friendship seriously, loves hard, is willing to do whatever it takes, and backs it up. I mean, again, like, there was a rough situation I went through. Last month. And this woman said, anything you need, I'm there. She was willing to drive her car all the way down here to basically be with me and help me get through the rough patch if I needed it. And if I go through something else in the future, guess what? She's going to do that. If I ever need her for anything, she's there. I can call her in emergency situations and she will be there for me. What? Oh, my goodness. The amount of times that we're seeing each other. Normally, I would be the one to just insert myself into situations, into social situations to create stuff, to make stuff happen. That's not the case anymore. If I don't come up with something, she's darn sure going to be like, all right, the next next time I want to do this. And I'm just like, you go, girl. Who spends a day with me? Just to spend a day with me? Really? At work? Twice? At home? Out of nowhere? Yeah, sure, you're in finals and you're getting your work done, but... I get to benefit from this? Living right around the corner from a school you go to? That whenever you're down here, I've got to literally, like, look at my phone to see if I get a text from you or a phone call from you saying, hey, do you want to link up? Do you want to meet up? If so, let's do it. If my birthday twin were here, if my birthday twin were here, she would love you. I'm just, I'm telling you that right now. 
my birthday twin would love you. Because, (laughs) what would she say? (laughs) She would probably tell me that this is real and you need to take advantage of it and make your move. It's probably what she would tell me to do. She probably tell me to make my move. Knowing her. And um so riding in your car together. I mean the only people I've ridden with so far have been women who are well over thirty. Women I have zero chance with. To ride with you and go places and we literally just enjoy ourselves. But we also have deep conversation. Deep conversation. This is why this is why I told you all that she was it's like it's like being friends with myself. Because y'all she is an open book. She poured her life out to me. She didn't have to tell me any of that stuff. Anything that <clears throat> that she was going through behind closed doors that no one knew about. But she told me. In other words, the surface level. There was no surface level. From the only surface level that was there was prior to us meeting at Starbucks face to face. That's the only surface level that was there. But after that, once we actually met, surface level went out the window. We hit best friend level within a within a month. I'm not lying. One month, all of October, coming gone, best friend number three, out of nowhere. Yes, there was a slowdown period in November, but it picked right back up like that when Frozen 2 came out. And it just kept going and going and going. I've met her friends from middle school, people that she grew up with. The life that I've told you guys about a million times that I wanted to have growing up that she had. Having middle school and high school friends go with you into adulthood. That's that's very rare. And she just happens to be one of those rare people that has that. But I met those people and they were cool. And then inevitably, one of her middle school guy friends ended up in a relationship no less than a good month later. Shout out to that guy. He's doing super good. Had to nearly deal with competition, nearly deal with competition a little bit, but eventually it fizzled out and I knew there wasn't really going to be any competition. The point that I'm trying to make is that when I get my car, I won't have to worry about returning the favor in terms of being forced or subjected 
by my own mind into, okay, you have to step up. You got to do this. You got to do this. You got to do this. No, I don't have to do that. Because I found someone who reciprocates. I found someone who makes the friendship process real. And at the end of the day, that's what you want. It's not a cliche. Marrying your best friend literally can happen. And that's what it's all about. So no. Not insinuating that you're going to marry your best friend, your guy best friend, your girl best friend. Probably won't. But what I am saying is that if you reach that best friend level with somebody and you two are feeling the vibes between each other and you want to take it to the next level, go for it. For the believers, for the Christ followers listening to this, yeah, sure, make sure that you two are both believers, that you both love God, pray, read your Bible, do all those important things. Church, 50-50, eh, going to church really isn't an indicator of where you are in Christ, it's just, you know, it just depends on if you came up in that environment and if you take church, you know, seriously that way, which there are believers that either didn't grow up in church or they found God outside of church. That's fine. If anybody is in Christ, he or she is a new creature. Doesn't say anything about church. So as long as you two are in the faith, it works. You don't have to be on the same level. You really don't. Aside from the other things I've talked about in dating. Financial status, whether you have a car, whether you live at home or have an apartment or have a house. None of that matters in dating. Matter of fact, courtship is nothing. You got some people that believe in courtship. I don't. Honestly, there's simply dating, engagement, and marriage. That's it. So, all I'm trying to say is that for me, 2019 was absolutely magical towards the end. And it's all because God sent me one woman that changed everything. And I wouldn't have it any other way. That's it. That's a wrap. Season one is in the books. Yay! Woo! Yeah! <laughs> Fist pump. <clears throat> ah, celebrate for a few seconds and then after that, 
get ready for season two. Because season two starts in just six days. So there's very little time to sit back and relax. Monday, the 6th of January, is when season two kicks off. So there's very little time to sit back and relax and celebrate. As for what season two entails, can't tell you everything. But what I can say is that two people are featured. There might be a third. Actually, no. Three. There are officially three people that are going to be featured in podcasts in the early half of 2019. I'm sorry. Ooh, 2020. Huh, what am I thinking? What am I talking about? 2019 is almost done. In the early half of 2020, in season two of Life Tips, there will be three people set to feature. Of course, they'll be at different times and, you know, they'll cover different topics, but that's the good news. But that's just about the number of features that I had this year. Three. I'm 100% looking to expand that. So the more features that I can get, the better. So, there's that. Topics will be upgraded. There'll be things that I've never talked about in a podcast before that are going to get talked about. And um, so, as for the rest of it, just got to wait and see. But that's the only two things I'm going to tell you. For now, what I want you all to do is this final life tip of 2019. Just have a blessed New Year's Eve tomorrow. Ring in 2020 with new goals, new drive, new tenacity. But spend tomorrow, December 31st, and effectively December 1st, with the people you love. That's why the holidays are holidays. You can focus on all the goal setting and accomplishing of things once we hit Thursday, January 2nd. So all the lists and all the preparation and all the stuff that you say you want to happen in 2020 or you're determined to happen in 2020, Yes, set it up as you look back on 2019, but then you take December 31st, no planning, Take just take December 31st and take January 1, no planning, just celebrating and enjoying. And then you can get kick-started with that stuff on January 2, okay? That's your last life tip for the year. Start strong, start smart, start well. And of course, Godspeed in all of your endeavors moving forward. As for me, I've been Nate, your host for the entirety of season one. 2019 is in the books. You can find me on Instagram at Nate underscore the underscore speaker, Facebook, the Wise Orator, Twitter, Authentic Genuine Person, which is abbreviated Auth underscore Gen underscore Person. 
You can also find me on TikTok if you're on there. TikTok is lit. <laughs> oh, where else can you find me? Is that it? That just might be all of the social media platforms that I actually use. Snapchat, not giving that, y'all. Sorry, but yeah. Um, Life Tips. It was originally created because people have been suggesting it. But number two, the reason that this podcast was created was because there needed to be a backup medium. There had to be a way of getting out the rest of what I wanted to say in longer time periods. And yes, some podcasts have been over 25 minutes. But it's only been that way to really highlight the point, drill it in your brain so that you would never forget it. And so motivational speaking, that can only last for so long. I'm likely not going to get an opportunity to speak. I'm likely not going to have a chance to be in someone's church, school, talking for 15, 20 or more minutes. It's probably not going to happen. And I'm okay with that. But with the podcast... It can extend my abilities further than could ever been thought possible. And so that's why life tip that's why life tips exists. So that you can know exactly what you need to do to discuss important topics that have an effect on our everyday lives. And provide roadmaps for better decision making in the future. And trust me, in season two, we're going to go up and up and up. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Peace.